Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Weekend sports with a difference. Yeah, really shouldn't be drinking. Oh, really? You learned that in med school that you obviously didn't get into? A look at the weekend in sports with the inside story on the Blazers, the Ducks, and the Beavers. This is Sports Sunday with Mike Lynch. At least I have my own bed. Your bed is a car. Yeah, but it's a sweet car. And Rashad Taylor. He's a very gifted singer. I'm really, really good. How good? I've been called the songbird of my generation. Stop. By people who've heard me. That good. On 1080 The Fan. Happy Sunday morning, everybody, and welcome into Sports Sunday. It's a Mike and Rashad only edition today, but it's uh, back. I'm back, I guess. I realize the full game's not here. It's been many weeks since that's been the case, but uh, we're here. It's good to see you, but yeah. I, I missed the last few weeks. Uh, one was because I had a little staycation. My parents had come to visit, and uh, the other was because of COVID. So uh, that was fun. COVID, man. It I just know. keeps popping up. It's it's crazy. It's like everybody has like body herpes right now. It just pops up whenever it wants to, and then just goes <laughs> away. It's like, bro, this is the this is the worst. And unfortunately, masks aren't going away. I think masks are now part of our everyday life. Well, I mean, they haven't come back. No, no, no. They've they're they're coming back because again, if people continue to get sick, which they are, you know, we're some people are going to go back to mask. I just think it's one of those things. It's there's always going to be a mask mandate at some point. They're going to bring it back. It might happen two, three times a year, but I think that's where we're where we're headed. It's just too many people, especially now it's summer. I'm almost seeing nobody in mask anymore. It's like, what the hell is that? You know, why are you wearing that stupid face covering? You know, right now. Well, I haven't. I, I I haven't worn a mask like minus the COVID stuff that I just dealt with. I I just was like, you know what? It depends on where I'm at. I like, don't want to do this. If anymore. this is a bit like I went to the movies last night and um. I, you know, not very many people in the theater. So, you know, it's okay to, you know, take your mask off and everything. But uh, Mississippi Street Fair earlier in the day, like, yeah, definitely got mine off. Too many people walking around and everybody's happy, which is awesome. Like, it's great to see people's faces. Like, that was the one thing. Seriously, as soon as you took a mask off, it's like, man, it's so good to see your face, you know? And so I think that's been an awesome part. But, Unfortunately, I just I feel like I know where this is going. Yeah, it does seem to be going that way. I I don't know. I haven't really been following it as much as I was when it started. I know I had it. I know Isaac had it. I know Suk had it. I know my mom had it. I know my girlfriend had it all in the last two weeks. Um, There's been many other people in this building who have tested positive. Uh, Rashad, you said that you caught it. Yeah, man. uh, Over the last couple weeks as well. The worst. Like I'm like. Maybe a maybe about a month ago, you know what I'm saying? Or look, you know, no, maybe a little less than that. But it was a couple was, weeks, probably, right? Yeah, it was the worst, man. It was like, and mind you, it wasn't even like this is why COVID sucks. 
Oh, on top of the fact that people that have, you know, underlining health issues kind of, you know, suffer the most from it. But, like, if you're relatively healthy, for the most part, it's, it's, it's a really bad cold that, you know, you just can't seem to shake. Or a really bad, like, uh, like flu that you just, man, it just won't go anywhere. No matter what you take, I know there's, I guess there's, there's medicine for it, you know, now and everything. Yeah, which apparently is good. Suk took that and it worked really well for yeah, him. Yeah, which is good, you know, yeah. because initially it was, you know, taking Theraflu or you know, Robitussin or whatever it is you take for, you know, colds and flus, and it just wasn't working. So for me, it was just like I was sitting at home, stuffed, and couldn't say, you know, couldn't really sound like Urkel. You know, like all of us were. The sore throat is the bad one with this one, apparently. Not, I didn't get much of a sore yeah, throat. None but. of that for me. No sore throat. I had some, <clears throat> you know, it's one of those little moments, but none of that stuff. And it was just kind of like, I'm bored. That was the, the that was the worst thing. It's like, man, I'm bored. There's And nobody can come over. I can't go to anyone. I can't go, like, get some food somewhere. I have to order that, too. It's like, bro, this is trying to keep everybody else safe. It's like, this is silly. You know what I found out about myself? Maybe this is not much of a surprise. I wasn't bored. I I was thriving in the stay home and get stuff done around the house and do things you want to do mode. The house husband mode, as I like to call it. Yeah. Because uh, my girlfriend got it like five days after I got it. So she was still going to work that week. She kept testing every day negative. Um, so I was just at home chilling. See, here's so a- I was playing some MLB The Show. I sat out on the back deck and read a book. I did some cleaning around the house. I caught up on some TV shows, and then she would come home from work around four thirty-five, and I'd be having a great time. It was like, yeah. it was like my dream. See, it was fantastic. Thing, I, I can't do. I can't clean every day, and so it was like, man, clean <laughs> the, clean that first day, and everything is clean. Like my son knows, and if remote for the most part, like, hey, bro, you you mess up my kitchen, my bathroom, you better fix it real fast. If you leave toothpaste all over the the counter and it's inside the sink fix it dishes in the dishwasher type stuff so i try to keep it try to keep it clean you know keep it clean in, in that regard but that was just a couple hour thing i'm a pretty fast cleaner like i said i didn't feel bad i just felt stuffed up so i was like i can i can get this done but well yeah that's kind of what I'm, I'm alluding to is yeah. i i felt sick but not bedridden so yeah. i was able to do stuff i just was stuffed up and coughing a lot plan 2k and playing Madden, and then back to 2K, yeah. and then going back to, I was like, man, I this bounced around is with games. boring. It is not boring. This is boring, it man. Fantastic. Oh, my God. Let me get out of here, bro. So, so uh, basically what I'm saying is, is if I ever win the lottery or uh, my girlfriend gets a giant raise, I can, Mr. Just, Mom. I can just do that. Stay at home. And Mom. I would be so happy. A hundred percent. That's a gig for a lot of people. You know, hundred percent. Yeah, I don't know if I would. I don't know. I'll go crazy. Like just being. A lot of people are like that house. too. Yeah, I and I, I, I respect that. I don't get it, but I respect it because I know I'm more in the minority. I think than you are. I think a lot of people get really stir crazy. Oh, and, and the thing is, I really enjoy being at home. Like I enjoy being comfortable as far as just kind of sitting and chilling and you know doing all those things, having a drink for like all that stuff is like fun for me, and I enjoy playing the game, but. I also enjoy doing other stuff and being able to move around and kind of social, I guess. And so taking that part away, uh, it, it gave left me with very little to do. And, you know, couldn't really be about around my kid because, you know, I, I was sick and he wasn't. Couldn't be around, you know, your lady because, you know, you're sick and they aren't, you know, type thing. So it's like, yeah, it takes away all that 
human interaction, you know, that you have with people. So that's 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 the part that sucks. That'll that's the part that will drive people crazy. Yeah. I mean, I was okay. Most of us, at least. <laughs> I'm an only child, man. I grew up with with just my own thoughts. Yeah, it's perfect. I feel you. I get it. <laughs> the only thing I'm having issues with is uh, stomach. It's lingering. Like, I, I'm mostly better. I think you'll probably be able to tell I still have a little bit of congestion up here. Like, there's a little nasaliness in my voice. That's been lingering a little bit. But my stomach, man. Weed will help. Uh, it doesn't, really. It get doesn't. Strong, get stronger weed. I, I do have plenty. <laughs> um, <laughs> the uh, it's uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't do a lot. It does a little bit. But uh, it's, uh, it's just annoying. It's like I, I'll eat something, and then... I just get some stomach pain for the next hour, you know, and then I, I have to go to the bathroom. I hate to break it to you, Lynch, but you're how old now? I'm 33. So you're getting to be that age where um, certain things don't agree with your stomach the way that they used to. I'm not saying that it's always going to happen, like you know, but those things, those maybe spicy dishes or you know anything like that that you used to enjoy or that you're used to enjoying, uh, might give you a bit of a of an issue as, as you start I'm, getting older. I am so, starting to realize that I think I'm becoming lactose intolerant. Which is weird to say that yep. someone can become allergic to spinach and yeah. all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying? Which is weird to say. I, it doesn't happen all the time, which is why I'm not 100% certain. But if if I have ice cream, if I have milk, if I have, it happens less with cheese, but if I have cheese, yeah, my stomach's not thrilled all the time. But I'm willing to sacrifice the bathroom chip for my love of dairy. Yeah. Right? For but me, this is different, though. It's every, I'm eating everything, and it causes some pain and discomfort for a little while after I eat. And I'm it started during COVID, so I'm assuming it's the because of it. it no, it, it very well could be, more than likely. For, uh, I don't know if there's any. I think for me it's only like, <laughs> like Popeye's chicken. Uh, we used to be a huge go-to, you know, when we were, when we were younger and, you know, even, you know, well into my twenties, like Popeye's still goes like, I mean, I don't know if there's any chicken, you know, from any chicken spot that tastes better than, than Popeye's. And then, you know, depending wow. if you get, yeah, seriously, I, I do mean, love Popeye's, I mean, yeah, a big statement I make. mean, is it, you know, like, I mean, yeah. as far as just chicken, like who's a nationwide who's, chain versus some of like the, the really fancy places. Those don't count. Like those, I'm talking about, a, I'm talking about chains. Oh, you know what okay. I mean? Like those places, I was say, why, why obviously, do they not count? obviously places, you know, the Herald's chickens of the world in Chicago, like there's certain places like, okay, well clearly you've got a special chicken, Jack's chicken on ninth in Alberta at ninth, uh, ninth street market. I guess, uh, I've never been, but I guess there's a place called the real MN that's really old and makes great fried chicken or something. That's awesome. You know what I mean? And uh, see, and that's the thing. Sometimes you just stumble across like a really good chicken spot, but there's a place called crispy crunch chicken. I think that's the name Cr uh, crispy crunchy or crispy crunch. One of those two. And they're just in gas stations. Mm. They're like in, you know, shells and, and chevrons and, Man, it's some of the best chicken I've ever had, man, as far as from fried chicken joints. As far as Popeye's and and what KFC and everything like that, I think that one might be better. You know, that the uh, crispy crunchy chicken is like, man, this is awesome. And I can get wings, I can get strips, I can get like, you know, what what else kind of chicken? Cuz I have a whole bunch of different uh varieties of chicken which is different for the other spots. You don't really have all those things. Well, we are here we are back. Yes, man. It's good to see you. Good it to be It is good to see you. you, and there's plenty to get to. Now, I'd like to be very clear here. We will talk a little conference realignment. However, that has been talked about so much 
the last few weeks that we will not spend more than one segment on it. I don't want to get buried into the weeds of what ifs because there's so many what ifs and nothing has really changed in the last two weeks. But we have not had a show together since the news of USC and UCLA leaving for the Big Ten happened. So we will get to that. It just will not be a multi-segment thing. Uh, honestly, personally, I'm getting kind of tired of reading about it. So we'll, we'll talk about it because it's an important story. But uh, I'm just I'm just getting a little bit over it at this point. Blazers Summer League two games in and their lottery picks already hurt. So, you know, par for the course on that one. Dame signed his contract. We have some audio from the Blazers presser with Cronin and Billups and the signings that they've done so far and the, or the additions they've done so far this offseason. So we'll do a little bit of that. It'll be uh, probably our first Blazer heavy show in a little while because there's actually a lot of Blazer news. So we'll uh, we'll get to that and we'll begin with the Blazers next. This is Sports Sunday on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. With a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. 917 here on your Sunday morning. Mike and Rashad with you today until 11 o'clock. If you want to hear any of the show after it's done, we'll have the Les Schwab Tires podcast up on the Odyssey app, 1080thefan.com, and most places you can find your podcasts. You can also text the show 503-250-1080 throughout, and we will read them and uh, potentially bring them up on the air as well. But we want to begin with some good Blazers chatter here. There's been plenty of Blazers to get to over the last few weeks, which is just wonderful for this show. We love talking Blazers here and and like having Blazers news to discuss. So we'll have some audio for you from the introductory press conference they did with Jeremy Grant. They had Simons and Nurk up there. They had GP2 and Drew Eubanks as well as Cronin and Chauncey Billups. So we'll get to that here in a little bit in this hour, but want to begin so far with uh, the Shaden Sharp news where he makes his debut, the number seven overall pick in this year's draft, the Blazers lottery choice this year. They couldn't trade the seven or didn't want to trade the seven and went with Sharp instead. Not a bad pick. A lot of upside there. It's it's always good to try to take a guy who could potentially become a elite player, even if there's a little risk involved. And in true Blazers fashion, not that this is a, a thing that's going to continue to happen. You never know, but I don't think so. Shaden Sharp plays six minutes in his first game and leaves with a shoulder injury. And the way they were talking about it didn't sound too serious. Oh, you know, if the MRI comes back clean, he'll play right away. We want to play lots of minutes with him in summer league. 
the MRI did not come back clean. The MRI came back with a small labral tear, and he will be reevaluated in two weeks, 10 to 14 days. He is out the rest of the summer league, of course, and here we are again with another Blazers highly regarded rookie hurt immediately. <laughs> Say it ain't so. It's just the same thing over and over again. I wasn't even surprised. Unfortunately, like, it was kind of one of those things we all looked at and goes, oh, he's hurt already. It's the... Like you said, I think you said in the update, it's, uh, something along the lines of it's the most blazer thing possible. Yeah, you know that that could have happened is you get an injury to your to your rookie. Um, it's great to hear that it's small. Uh, it's great, you know, he probably doesn't need to play I think they're much. Probably in the trying league. to be uber cautious with it. No, I, and and they should be. You know, I think history tells the Blazers that um, injuries are something to be taken seriously and to take slowly. I, I wonder. I look at Joel Embiid. Right, and I look at all the issues that he that he had. How many surgeries did he have before he was actually able to play? I want to say it was three or four seasons before he was actually able to be on the floor, and and you know can contribute to the to the Sixers. I wonder where the Blazers would have been would be if maybe they've taken a similar approach with someone like Greg Oden, you know, like and you know nurse through the injuries. Let's see how how he responds, how his body responds. Now Greg had some, you know possibly some some mental things going on you know i think that he's you know talked about but yeah maybe being patient with you know some of those guys would have helped so i'm glad that they're taking they're taking their time with shaden sharp he probably doesn't need to play in the summer league if we're, if we're being honest like the summer league is that you have a lot of good players a lot of which are trying to make the nba but there's very very seldom is there another starter from from you know, any team that's out there playing. No, no, definitely you know, not. You, but, get, you get a lot of guys that are coming off the bench that are trying to... Well, remember, Sharp's not a starter yet. So. No, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't really... You're not really getting... You're getting top-tier talent because some of those guys are indeed in the league and play significant minutes. Somebody like Josh Giddy, who's, you know, really nice. If you haven't seen OKC, at least some of the highlights. But uh, he's really good. But, you know, you got guys like that out there, but you don't have that you know mid-level to top tier nba talent out there with him so it's hard to really gauge exactly where he could be how many times have we seen great players or excuse me okay players go to summer league and just do dirt and then they get to the league and it's like oh okay this is this is a little bit faster than i was expecting so i appreciate the fact that they're being cautious with him they're not rushing him back and saying yeah we're gonna see if we can get him in a couple games no we're just gonna we're gonna rest him we're gonna let it you know let it linger and then we'll see what happens in two weeks it's so just that's frust- the right thing to do. it's frustrating for a couple reasons the main one for me is he didn't play in college he sat on the bench at kentucky all year so getting game time is vital for a player like that especially now some we to get it out summer league means nothing right there are players who win summer league MVP and then flame out a year later. There's teams that play great in summer league and don't have, it doesn't mean anything. Um, and, and things change across the, the, the course of the season from it. But in, in terms of development for a guy who hasn't played just to give him those games, of course. And then I think also selfishly just to watch, what did you get? You don't know. It's a mystery. Shaden Sharp was the biggest mystery of the draft because he just hasn't played. And he's jumped around from 55 high schools and he played in one international tournament and looked amazing, right? So it's you have one little tape of him playing well, and the rest is, well, he couldn't stay put at a high school, and he didn't play in college for whatever reason, but he practiced. And boy, they said he practiced great. And, you know, and a lot for a lot of people, that's where the, the work is. You know, that's where practices 
you can hear a lot of NBA and NFL players say that that's the most intense time, you know, is during practice, is competing with those guys. And if he's killing there, then, you know, that's a that's a, that's a good thing. You know, that can't be a bad thing because those guys. They did say guys, that Simons was killing in practice for two years before he finally got to prove it. Yeah, and, and, and you know what? We saw flashes when Simons get in the game. I think it was the last game of the season a couple of years ago. He got in and went off for like 36 or something like that. Like, yeah, you see that certain guys can do that. And so now you're seeing the world is seeing, oh, okay, Simons is cold. We heard that for a long time about Dane. Like, man, he's such a leader in practice and see the things that he does. And then it came to fruition. It's like, oh, that's what they were talking about. So I'm hoping it's the same thing uh, with Sharp. I liked what I saw, though, in summer league, if I'm being real. Like in, the, when in the six minutes of play? In the six minutes that in he played. In his one basket that he made? Like, no, I mean, it's more than that. It's how you move on the court. It's, it's do you understand, you know, your assignments when you're on defense? You know, are you in the right places on offense? You know, are, is the ball able to flow through? Like, certain things like that. Like, it's important to score, yes, but it's are the small things. You know, how comfortable do you look on the floor? And he looked relatively comfortable in that little six minutes that he, that he did play. And so, if it looks – and, like, six, six minutes a, a point – Okay, a bucket. I don't know how many shots he actually took, you know, at that point. I think but. he was one of three. Had a little turnaround jumper, uh, kind of off by the corner a little bit and went in. It was a nice shot. One of three. And then he got hurt on, on that possession on the way down trying to play defense, but not really. And, again, some of those things are going to change as he gets – as he matures, as his body matures, and they start really giving him an NBA workout regiment and things like so. so can, I, I, can I just – I'll throw this out there. I wonder if other Blazer fans, it doesn't sound like you feel this way, Rashad, but I wonder if other Blazer fans do. You can text 503-250-1080. I, I just have this concern deep in the pit of my stomach that he's never going to play because hmm. of how he's been. Right. He's been avoiding, if, in my mind, he's been avoiding playing. And he wants to just, he's staying healthy, practicing all that, you know, wants to make his money, that's fine. And he's going to make his, however much the seventh pick makes. But... I just have this fear that he's not going to really play. It's always going to be something. And that, that I just have this fear in the back of my head about him. That's all. No, I feel like this is what he was waiting for. You know, this is the, this is why he didn't play to keep his body in shape at Kentucky, you know, to, you know, to make sure he kind of preserved his draft stock, you know, by kind of taking, uh, taking a seat for the year and just working out. Like if he had just went to the G, he could have went to the G league for a year and made, you know, 250000 But instead, I'm going to stay in college. I'm going to try to have a college experience, even though I'm not going to play this year. And, again, what did we hear? What did we hear? Like, in, in practice, like, this kid is unguardable. Calipari like, said, this is probably not true, because there's the guy from France who looks unbelievable, the Wembanyama guy. Mm-hmm. He said that if he had played his sophomore year at Kentucky, he would have been the number one pick. So the Blazers drafted high potential, but high risk. No, and I think that's what I think that's what we were looking for is, man, a risk. You know, take a risk. You look around at the rest of these teams, and they're all swinging for the fences. And I think that's been my 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 motto over the last little bit is like, man, swing for the fences. Try to get a home run and figure something out. And so I I appreciate the the effort. You know, I think he's going to be good. Like even just looking at some of the some of his highlights from practice that he was having was like okay yeah he could play yeah i like what i'm seeing here i'm liking the rebounds i'm liking the ability to 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 get to the rim and finish like okay we can we can work with this and the good thing about it is you at this point the blazers don't need him to be the third option no 
They don't. They just need him to learn how to play at this point. Need him to play like which is ten minutes off the bench tonight. Which basically. is much different from any really a lot of teams in the lottery is because a lot of these rookies are expected to play. Or, or Orlando, Ben Carl, you need to win today. Like that's that's the expectation yep. for you with that. Chet Holmgren as he, and he's looked awesome in preseason. The 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 expectation is for OKC to win now. Like with with you out there on four, not to win, but for you to perform to and show everybody else that okay, this guy is for real. Even if your team is in the basement, they at least want to see that you have the potential. Well, Shaden can kind of work his way into that because the Blazers, while they were a lottery team, they're not really a lottery team. Like they're a playing team at 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 the very the very worst. Yeah. The Blazers are you know ten ten seed you know at the very worst. So they really shouldn't have been you know, in that lottery. The fact that they were able to be there and get Shaden Sharp is just a, you know, it's a blessing, you know, more than anything. So hopefully after two weeks, he'll be okay. Small labral tear. Don't know exactly what the recovery time on something like that is. They're probably just going to be uber cautious with it and have him rested for a couple of weeks and then get back out there and hopefully knock on wood, things will be right back on pace for his development as a blazer. You mentioned at the very least their playing team. Let's hear from the players and the coaches in their big introductory press conference they had this week. Cronin was there. Billups was there. GP2, Jeremy Grant, although Grant didn't really say anything and he was very boring. Uh, Simons and Nurk were up there. So there's some stuff to play. We'll get to that next. First, I have a sports interrupt it. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Weekends were made for sports. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Welcome back into Sports Sunday here. Mike and Rashad with you till 11 o'clock. Ch- chatting some 
Blazers here. We'll do a little conference realignment as we get to the next hour. But I do want to play some audio and uh, might do so over the next couple segments, depending on what we talked about here. Blazers had their presser introducing Jeremy Grant and Gary Payton II, as well as reintroducing Nurk and Ant and Drew Eubanks on the podium as well. As for now, it would appear that that is the Blazers offseason. I do truly believe, and I, and I do want to talk about this, that they are going to be involved in the Kevin Durant trade when it happens. Uh, I know that that right now is the best way for them to get another impact player into the starting lineup, not Kevin Durant. I don't think that's going to happen, but to be the third team in a or the fourth team in a Kevin Durant Phoenix trade, and maybe you get Cam Johnson, or maybe you can figure out a way to get another good three from one of these other teams that's looking to get Kevin Durant. Um, for now, the Blazers seem done. Uh, so here is Joe Cronin opening up that press conference. I think we're very content with what we've accomplished thus far, and I think we've built a team that others will be nervous playing you know we have a team that's going to compete that's going to be you know very difficult to beat and that has the potential to win a lot of ball games at the same time we're still striving to get better you know and we're not content into the regard where we're just this is our team and we're gonna you know run it out there we want to continually look for opportunities we want to be aggressive in the you know in the trade markets and you know any other opportunities where we can improve. But at the same time, I think we have a really, really solid core that we want to grow with. It's kind of been the same message that Joe Cronin has been giving us the entire time. And I appreciate that. I, I appreciate that he is giving a little bit of the, the dangled carrot of like, this is going to be a good team. You're not going to want to face, but is not going full Neil Olshay where he's also saying, look, we have to still get better. Uh, one thing that's that's very important here, and I I have fallen victim to this myself this offseason, and I'm trying to remind myself of this, is Joe Cronin has said multiple times that it's going to take a couple years to fix the team, to fix the mess, right? And he wants to do a retool quickly to become a playoff team again. But from that point, that's where you tweak to become a championship contender. And I think when he made the trades where he kind of cleared the deck and got everybody off the books and had all of the ability to do whatever he he could possibly do in the offseason, all the flexibility he needed, that's the word. I think a lot of Blazer fans, myself included, got excited about the possibilities of what can you do with all of this of the space. You know, best case scenario was for a lot of fans was nabbing Jeremy Grant and getting one of the threes that you were coveting and, you know, OG Ananobi being an easy one, right? Let's say you do the Grant trade, you do the Ananobi trade. Maybe you sign Gary Payton the second. Everybody else is re-signed. That was like an A++++ offseason for Joe Cronin. Well, he did almost all of that, right? He did, he did trade for Jeremy Grant, and it was a great trade. Barely gave up anything, gave up a late first-round pick in 2025 because it's Milwaukee's pick. For Jeremy Grant, who is much better than people give him credit for, um, and especially I think will be very impressive as the third or fourth option on this team. Uh, just being a guy who can score up to 20 points, who can get you double-digit rebounds, who's a really long defender and doesn't have the exact same pressure on him as he did in Detroit, I think you'll have a very you'll be very happy with what he can do for you as as the third or fourth best player on the team. Um 
but the team is not ready yet. And that's why I'm so confident they're going to be involved in one of the in, in the big Kevin Durant trade whenever it does happen. Because right now, I think the idea is who's your starting three? Gary Payton or Josh Hart? So you're kind of doing three-guard lineup again. Now, Gary Payton can defend all positions. We learned that in the postseason really well this year. They call him essentially a center, point center, because he can guard the center position. So you could put him at the three defensively, which has always been the, the issue with the three-guard lineup. But personally don't really want that to be the needed option i'd like that to be an option i don't want that to be exactly who has to start there because who else is going to start the three no i i get it i think that's a a valid you know concern too as far as who's going to be in that three position it looks like everything else is pretty much shored up and which is why i'm i'm not as concerned about the three because it looks like it's just to me just through my eyes for the first time in a while um the blazers are pretty much good at every position for the most part, you know, point guard, backup point guard, big is a little bit of a concern. The, no, the backup, but as, I'm sorry, as far as your starters, yeah. you know, I think your backups, you know, so guys come off the bench, you can really kind of, you know, piece those things together and just really find people that fit the culture of what you're trying to do, which is well, really going to be, be like defense. Drew Eubanks, right? Yeah, you know, so Drew Eubanks is somebody who might fit that. Justice Winslow, who hasn't had a great NBA career, but seems like last year he kind of found his his groove with the Blazers, like, okay, like, I can be this guy. You know, mm-hmm. I can be just kind of a, a a role player that that does a lot of the dirty work and gets, you know, he seems like he can be that role. So I'm not really as concerned about the three. And then we still have Nazir Little, who I think we've, uh, we've, yes, true. we often forget about him. I do him. forget about I him. I think a lot of people forget about him. And I was actually, uh you know, at the, at the store yesterday, ran into some buddies of mine, we got to talking, and they were like, oh, I'm talking about the Blazers. And I was like, man, you know, we keep forgetting, man. Nas is coming back like he's hurt but you know I'm like oh I forgot about Nazir Little he is on this team great defender or you know good defender he hasn't proven a ton to us yet but he's shown the flashes that get you excited and I I think those flashes are you know I'm not gonna say enough for people but I like the Josh Josh Hart Hart can score like he's somebody that can get you 14 15 I think somebody coming off the bench I think that's exactly where Josh Hart can shine Come in there, he have his own rotation pretty much, and just kind of go to work with he and Simons in the games. I, I, I like that kind of lineup there. So I would go ahead and start Nazir just because you need to have some firepower coming off your bench. And I think that's been one of the biggest, um, one of the biggest kind of Achilles heels for the Blazers for the longest time is there's nobody coming off the bench that can get you 13 points get you 14 points consistently. You know, that Jamal Crawford. Jamal, yeah, that you, you need a guy like that to be able to come in and spell you for a minute because sometimes that 13 or 14 can go off for 20 off the bench, and all of a sudden you got a chance to to, to really make some things happen. So uh, I I like where the starting lineup is. I'm kind of with you as far as the, the, the bench rotation is really where I would say that would raise some eyebrows for me, but I like Drew, uh, Drew Eubanks, uh, you know, especially because he's a – He's an Oregon kid. He's a Troutdale kid, but he's you know he's from he's from I mean, five hundred three area. Yeah, he's from five hundred three. You know, so I'll I'll definitely take it. So there's certain guys in this. Uh, Chris Dunn, you know, is still a good player. I really wish we could have kept Joe Ingles. I'll be honest. Is Chris I, Dunn a Blazer? I don't uh, think he is. Is he? I'm looking at the. Um, is is he not? I'm still. I'm looking at the. I don't think so. The roster. It may not be. He may not be. I don't know if you know they've updated their rosters. Maybe he's on. Is he on the summer league team? Uh, potentially. Mm, no, yeah, it says he's fourth on the the depth chart behind oh. Shaden Sharp. Okay, so 
So I mean, there there are guys that are that are there, and I don't, I don't think he's there anymore. But okay. anyway, I digress. We'll, really, we'll figure that out. Yeah, my my Jeremy Grant is the main thing because he's going to have to be okay with possibly scoring 13, 14 a night. Like, and mind you, he's going to have his nights where he goes off for twenty and twenty five. Like that's going to happen. But consistently, and that's fantastic, by the way, for a third or fourth off. Absolutely, it is. Yeah. And absolutely. And I was talking to Joe about this uh, a couple weeks ago. Is like we didn't really appreciate what we had in a guy like uh, Nick Patoon when he was here. You know, somebody that can give you 13 every single night. We always wanted more from him. Why isn't he giving more? Why isn't he giving more? And then find out, like, no, you need guys like that. You know, you, you he could be a star. He could be that third star that does give you, you know, 20 a night. But that just really wasn't what his game called for. And I'm really thinking, like, Jeremy Grant can be that guy that can go off for 20, you know, every now and then. But somebody's going to give you a solid 14 a few rebounds, maybe a blocker steal in between there. It's like, man, that's a good game for him. And it can it takes some pressure off of Damian Lillard. So because I think Ann is gonna do what Ann does. Yeah, I agree. Um okay, one more clip from Crowd and we'll take a break and then we'll come back with some other ones. Uh this was later in the press conference. Asked why he landed on these guys in terms of the new additions so far. You know, the way we've turned this roster over, we've been looking for specific types of player regardless of their height you know we're looking for like i said earlier number one the person number two the mentality and of course always the talent so i think in this early stage of this you know retool that we did we weren't as focused on you know positions as much as let's get the best players and people and mentalities as possible so you know the roster is probably not perfect as far as a distribution you know, set up as of now, but we'll continue to, you know, tinker with that and look for opportunities. But at the same time, you know, we're going to evaluate our team too and, you know, be patient and let them grow together. And, you know, if we need to make small changes, we will, but I don't think we're by any means worried about lack of size. We care more about heart and who plays big. Yeah. I think that last line there is an important part there who plays big. I mean, that's, a lot of it is let's sell our new signing and Gary Payton the second, but what I've been hearing about GP two and, and we watched him at Oregon state and it's, it is true. He can guard any position. He guarded uh, Nikola Jokic in the playoffs this year and, and shut him down a couple of times. So he can't, I mean, that's a really difficult task, but he's done it. So yeah, guys who can, who can play big are good. And it does kind of re- remove a little bit of the too many guards, fear that I think a lot of Blazer fans have, but I'll be honest. It doesn't fully remove it for me because last year and the year before that, the Blazers had too many guards and did it work? Hell no. So uh, right now your backup bigs are Drew Eubanks, Justice Winslow and Trendon Watford. That's a little worrisome to me. Uh, I think there's a guy named DeMarcus Cousins sitting out there as a free agent. I'd really like him to be the backup big behind Nurk, if you don't mind. I know, I know personality-wise, he can certainly be an issue, but I'd rather have that than Drew Eubanks, to be honest with you. Being big and playing big are two different things. Dane plays like a monster. He's a monster. Literal monster. He but was he, in the movie. He doesn't he was, play like he's 6'7", though. No, no I'm, I'm, I'm saying he's, he's, he's Dame is the heart of a line. He plays, you know, he's, he's got the biggest personality when he's out there. You know, like, that's, you know, that's Damian Lillard. Like, he's huge. Uh, he still gets worked by bigger guards. You know, it's it's okay. It doesn't matter how big you play. Sometimes you just have to be physically big. And that's the thing. I mean, I, so I understand the sentiment 
But I also think, man, tr talent trumps everything. And I'm all for this, get good guys that fit a culture, but we don't have a culture yet. Get talent. Talent creates cultures. End of the day. Nobody talks about cultures that aren't winning. It's just, it just doesn't happen. So if you want to create a winning culture, get guys that can win for you. I don't care about if they're not good guys. I don't. I mean, I don't, mind you, I don't want any, uh, any Malik Beasley situations, you know, with, with, with people and, you know, constantly in the run of police. But if you just disagree with what they say or they don't do certain things, like, hey, man, I don't care. Get well, in there. I, I don't mind them trying to build a culture. It's That's fine. The Blazers have always had a good culture. And, you know, it, it's gotten them to the playoffs a lot. So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a good, it's a good regular season. It's, it's move. a good, cool culture. You um, know? But you need to be able to do it in the postseason as well, which is where the defense comes in. Which is where talent comes in. And that's where talent comes in. I so, think you got it. I, I do. This is not to, to poo-poo on it. I mean, I think you got talent. You got Jeremy Grant. If you went to any Warriors anything, fan-wise, fan like Reddit or Forum or Twitter, they were beside themselves that they lost Gary Payton the second. And I think that, you know, we had Gary Payton the second was on the Blazers a little bit. Remember, he actually was a Blazer mm -hmm. for like five weeks mm -hmm. and obviously was a Beaver. We know a lot about GP2. Warriors fans are pissed that he's gone. Who cares? Well, they, that, yeah. that to me is a good indicator of when you get a player where you're like, oh, why'd you give that guy $30 million? And then you see the reaction, you go, okay. If Warriors fans who just won a title and he was huge on the title run, uh, for them, and they were so upset when he fractured his elbow in the Dylan Brooks thing. If that's their reaction, that gives me a little even more positive vibe to it because that's totally not asked for. Like, people didn't go to Warriors fans like, hey, what are the Blazers getting with GP2? You went onto the the Warriors subreddit, and it was melting down that they lost GP2. So that that gives me a little bit of, of extra positivity around him as well. And we'll hear from him a little bit as well. So let's take a break. Coming up next, we'll wrap up this audio from the Blazers, this uh, their, their press conference this week. This is Sports Sunday on The Fan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours energy the tough labor you are a fighter and medela is your reward medela the mark of a fighter drink responsibly beer imported by crown import chicago illinois Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Well, not that you can really hear me, but uh, I just found out that uh, we've had one complaint from my mom. And I was like, oh, maybe, you know, her phone's not working well. We just had another complaint on the text line, so I went to go check. Uh, we are not streaming on the app right now, so if you're what? listening to us, we are uh, on the air only, apparently. <laughs> what? I'm sorry, guys. Yes. Apologies. Uh, I sent an email out. I, don't, I, I can't fix that, but... Maybe somebody else can. Oh, man, so much good stuff. Man. I know. I know. 
Anyway, for those of you listening on the radio. Messed up somebody Sunday morning. Hello. That's uh, I've messed up my mom Sunday morning. <laughs> she was very frustrated. Yeah, that sucks. Um, okay, well, let's continue on. Other audio that we got here. Uh, you want to hear Ant and Nurk talking about the Grant and GP2 signings? Sure. Here they are. You know, obviously with Jeremy, um, multi-positional player, um, very versatile on both ends of the floor. Um, I think he brings something that, you know, I think we haven't had. And, um, you know, somebody that can guard one through five and, you know, play all, on offense one through five as well. So I think, you know, just having him here is going gonna to be great for us. It's something that we never had. You know, with GP, um, you know, he kind of explained like a Swiss Army knife. Can I do everything on the floor? Um, you know, if you need him to do the dirty work, he will. If you need to do anything on the court, I think, you know, he will help us out as well. Somebody, Something that, you know, I feel like we haven't had as well. So um, I think both additions will help us tremendously um, on both ends of the floor. I think it's just be a special player with Chauncey and system too. I think with the coaches, coaching staff, Roy, and everybody on, it's just um, like that's what's different for me. Like, I think – it will be more fun when you actually, you know, see what they're trying to do and uh, what you're playing for. Um, obviously, we know what they can do. Um, and, you know, originally I thought the, the G going to be my backup. <laughs> but uh, uh, it just, um, I think what they, you know, versatile to do everything is just, you know, amazing to, um, to give Chance the ability to do whatever he wants, basically. Go super small, small or big. Uh, and just um, amazing tools to have. Um, you know, I'm super excited to play with them. You know, obviously, I think play a little bit with with G before, um, so I know him before too. So, but you know, Jeremy just you know starting forward, man. You know, just we can put him in a playmaker too a little bit. <laughs> I mean, there's Nurk kind of alluding to Gary Payton the second can play center. So you know, funny funny jokes there. But you know, they say a lot of positive things about him and, and about their defense. I think it's. I don't know if they were talked about or talked to about this or, or what, but defensive versatility is the name of the game, it appears, in the way that they are building this team. Chauncey Billups wants guys who can defend all positions at all times because he wants to do the defense-first system that failed so bad last year with the roster that was constructed. So I think a lot of the players are realizing that. The guys they're bringing in, very defensively versatile. They can guard all positions and, and do it well, too. So that's exciting. No, I... I was the last time you had a Blazer team that could do that? <laughs> When's the last time somebody came to a press conference and said, man, F that dude. I'm mad that he's here. All he's going to do is take up take up my minutes. Has that ever happened? Like a guy come to another team and somebody been like, any sport, baseball, basketball, football, and somebody's been like, man, screw that guy. Like, I don't want to play with A-Rod. Like, really? He's well, here that's, now? That's probably happened, you know? yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, to the media. Like, so I I never expect players to come out and say... um, how they really feel, especially if somebody if it's somebody that might be taking away possessions from them. Uh, Jeremy Grant is going to take a lot of possessions away from Nurkic. And so expect his cor- scoring numbers to to go down, but they could also maybe skyrocket because, you know, he can get a lot of rebounds and putbacks and, you know, things like that. But I expect Nurkic to not get as many touches. So he could have he could have hated a little bit on Jeremy Grant being there and stuff. But uh, it sounds like everybody is excited about what it is. And then we forget, like, the Blazers got Jeremy Grant for peanuts. We got, got him for a, a pick that probably would have been anywhere between 22 and, 30. you know, 30. Yeah. So 
you, you gave that away. And it's 2025. Is that when the, the pick is for? 2025? Yes. So three years from now, <laughs> Milwaukee's going to get or somebody's going to get a really good player uh, because Detroit's going to get a really good player uh, from the 25th uh, pick of the draft for Jeremy Grant. So I think people are really excited because you didn't give anything up for him. Remember, when we were first talking about getting Jeremy Grant, it was, they're going to have to give up this guy. Maybe he might trade him. He the might seventh have to trade pick this for Jeremy yeah. Grant. Seventh pick overall. You know, I was like, for run? Like, and now you, you Kevin Costner did. You got Jeremy Grant, and you got your seventh pick, you know, and you, you know, you were able to pay your superstar, you know, which, you know, whatever. We'll talk about that later. But, yeah, man, I, I think Jeremy Grant coming – I'm going to ease a lot of pain, especially considering you didn't have to give much up for him, which kind of tells me, like, Detroit was really trying to move forward. Yeah. And one way or the other, like, yeah. We're well, good. he was in the last, Grant's last, in the last year, last year of his deal, yeah. so, yeah. you know, get, get something for him while you can. And it's important for Grant to perform this year because he is in the last year of his deal. Yeah. So if he doesn't come out and he doesn't play well, that max contract that he might be looking for may not be there. Well, and Grant is friends with Dame. They became friends at and Team USA. Portland. And Jeremy Grant's from Portland. Yeah, and he moved when he was like two, but... Doesn't matter. He's yes. born in Portland. Yes. You know what I'm saying? This is where he's from. This is where he originated. So, yes, I'm going to mess with Jeremy Grant. Of course. Yeah, dad played here. Um, did his uncle play here, too? Did Horace play did here? Horace, play Horace play here? played for us, yeah. No? Um, he was a... Jeremy Grant went to Syracuse, and uh, I have always have a place in my heart for anybody who went to the Qs. He was really good for us, too. Anyway, final clip we'll play, and we'll move on to the Dame stuff and uh, get to more in Hour 2 as well as conference realignment. Here is Chance on the plans for the season slash growth with this team. You obviously add so many, so much versatility to the team. Is that word again? Um, you know, we could play with a bigger lineup. We could play small. We'll be able to play small. I think a lot of times as you, you watch the playoffs all year, like you got to have a small ball lineup that can close games at times. You got to have a, a big lineup that can close games at times. You just never know the type of adjustments that you have to make. Um, so just the possibility of having all of those things to me is just is so much fun. It's exciting, um, but so much versatility, you know, that we'll have on the floor. We got scoring, we got defense, we got big. I mean, we got it all, you know, we can play, you know, certain times, obviously we'll play most of the time through Dame, um, Ant has ascended in a way that, you know, you can play through him a lot, but just to have Nurk down there, um, you can play through him and let him facilitate, let him score. And then now having a guy like Jeremy who, like Ant said, we haven't, we haven't had that, you know, and we need that. And every team needs a guy like that where you can throw him the ball. Um, but he's, he's been a really good player in this league of not being the number one guy. Um, where he just kind of feeds and eats off of, of everything, you know, and switch and can switch everything defensively. And I just see putting him in a pick and roll with, with Dame or Ant and them switching that and having a small guy on him. I mean, you can just let him go to work, you know. So it's just so many things that we can do. And then having GP, um, he's just you – can, you can put him anywhere, you know, um, have him guard anybody. You know, he's he's gotten to a point where even on the offensive end, I mean, he shot the three so much better than people even think. But not only that, just his slashing, his cutting, him playing in the dunker sometimes, him just being effective. I mean, he, he's found a way to be effective no matter what. Um, 
I mean, honestly, you look at you look at what he did this year. I mean, that Warrior team is it's a, it's been a dynasty, you know. And in one year, he finds a way to not only get off the mat, but get into the rotation. And then before he got hurt, you know, that Memphis, I mean, starting in a playoff series for them. So you talk about the trust that that Steve, you know, was able to to to, to gain in him in no time. Those are just the type of guys that you need on the team, you know. Um, so, so much versatility, so many options. Um, I'm just happy. I'm happy about that for sure. I do think that that last point is a pretty decent one as well. Uh, and you were saying this earlier, Rashad. The Blazers' biggest flaw of the last five years was their bench. They could never get a bench to be good enough when Dame and CJ left the floor for the team to stay afloat and hold a lead. Usually they would blow a lead, or if it was a deficit, they would go down by 10 more points when the bench came in. You know, you had windows, like Seth Curry was really good off the bench, and he was a great player for that one year. That was the year they made the Western Conference Finals, believe uh, believe, believe it or not. Um, it works. So, yeah, I mean, most of these guys that we're talking about will probably play starters minutes, but having a guy like Gary Payton the second off the bench, and if if Sharp turns out to be anything relevant, him coming off the bench will be solid. So, I, I Winslow, you know, showed us a little bit last year, so I kind of like where we're at. I'm not in love with the bench yet. But it's a little better than it's been in years and past. And what was the reason the Blazers didn't win, uh, didn't really compete in the conference finals besides them playing Golden State was the fact that they were, Dame and CJ were gassed. Like, and they played so many minutes. I think CJ still plays, played the most minutes in a playoff game ever, you know, and it still belongs, that, that record belongs to CJ McCollum's like 60 minutes or something like that. So, you know, they were just, they didn't have anybody else they can put in the game to finish things off. So hopefully, with guys like Gary Payton, maybe a Josh Hart, you know, you, uh, Drew Eubanks coming into the games, like, okay, that's a that's a formidable uh, bench rotation. All right, we got a break. We're running way long. Next hour, a little conference realignment, but we'll start with Damian Lillard and his, whew, did he get paid contract extension? Holy cow. Uh, we'll get to that next. This is Sports Sunday on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 